Ban. B A N. Bitch ass nigga. Bitch ass nigga shot my folks cause he couldn't knock. Couldn't square up. Stepped to Ant and got fucked up. The fear in his eyes was clear. He even dropped a tear. Lost the respect of his peers, so he planned an attack. Some fuckboy had his back, they wanted to the trap. They hid like some bitches in an abandoned building. Ant drove up in the house, read the children. It started to lighten, then came the rain. Then came the bullets, then came the pain. Then came the blood. Then came the screams. Then came the flashing lights. There went the dreams. This nigga killed my cousin, two unborn babies' father, a sister's only brother, a friend you could bother with your fears and problems, he helped you solve them. Yeah, he did some dirt, but he had a good heart. See, boxing was his gift. He wanted a new star, but oh no, you wanted to be greedy, be the big man around town, push and shake, flex, weed, mostly seated, wanna be Nino Brown type of clown. I'm tired of going to funerals of lives that have not been lived. Systematic genocide, easy way to rid the devil of his biggest fear. When God's jewels, minds become clear, their hearts become pure, their souls become clean. Instead of succumbing to the light of an infrared beam. See, I want that piece of band six feet under for this unfixable blunder. He had to suffer his body asunder. Then I heard a thunder ringing in my head. Do I really want to see another man dead, another life wasted, another family in pain, all over some crack cocaine, all over some bands idea of getting misguided respect, using fear to keep his niggas in check, not knowing how to earn respect by any other means than balling out, taking lives, supplying to his fiends were his limited dreams, so all I do is pray that God helps him find another way that's smoking hay all day, no work all play other than slanging yay. And see, just the other day, I saw this nigga walking through the mall West End, chilling with his friends, spending his dividends, buying clothes, hollering at hoes. Nigga, this was less than three years ago when you stopped Ant's flow. But see, I know vengeance is not mine. You will reap what you sow in time. The message is divine. Rest in peace to all my soldiers lost in the street war. Battles over bullshit, nothing to die for. You are not because you can pull a trigger the gun created and brought power to the bitch ass nigga bang you're listening to spoken soul sessions You are listening to Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. We'll start from scratch, exploring new possibilities. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Spoken Soul Sessions. 
I'm your host, Poetic Black, and I'm happy to be here. We have in the studio today, today is a wonderful, wonderful treat. Because uh, today, for me, this is like, uh, you know, this is manifestation. This is manifestation. If you guys remember, I did... Uh, I did a spotlight episode on the show. I did a spotlight episode on the show uh, where I took an artist and spotlight their uh, their work. And one artist that I had chose to do the spotlight on was a deaf poet by the name of Tamika Georgia Me Harper. And if you guys remember this episode, um, you know, this was a really uh, a, a really deep episode because um, she was very instrumental in me even becoming a spoken word artist. You know, I was influenced, you know, by looking at uh, deaf poetry on HBO and um, seeing her perform. And I was really moved. But uh, I said something in that show. You know, I said something in that show. I said that. I was, you know, I, I was really looking to have her on the show. And um, this is manifestation, speaking words into existence, the power of the spoken word. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let me give her the proper introduction she deserves. A 1994 graduate of Booker T. Washington High School, Tamika Harper, known by her stage name, Georgia Me is an accomplished spoken word artist and actress who has toured with Deaf Poetry Jam, starred in Russell Simmons' Tony Award-winning show Deaf Poetry, Poetry Jam on Broadway, performed at the 2003 Tony Awards, performed at the Showtime at the Apollo, done readings with Danny Glover, Felisa Richard, and Jeffrey Wright, performed in the Vagina Monologues, at the Edinburgh uh, Playhouse in Scotland. Acted also in Tyler Perry's Medea's Go to Jail. And after being honored with the Coomba Award by Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated in 2008, Harper began hosting the Tamika Festival, an, an annual event that showcases and honors excellence in black culture. Ladies and gentlemen, Spoken Soul family uh, It's my proud Proud honor To welcome To the Spoken Soul Session studio The lovely Legendary Tamika Georgia Me Harper Hey Queen how are you doing? How are you doing? It's I'm like flabbergasted. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 actually, I mean, it's amazing, man. Just having you in the studio, it's like wow, man. Like really speaking words into existence and manifesting because uh, I did the spotlight show. So yes. It was amazing, you know, just the opportunity to have you on the platform. You know, it was, I mean, this is just an amazing, you know, 
just the fact that it was spoken and I and I spoke it to the universe and I said I, I would love to have George and me on this show. And um here you are on the show is amazing. And um it's a testament that the power of spoken word is, is definitely real. So let me get into the interview. I asked everybody that come on this stage, you know, and I had a lot of people come through and um and I asked them the same question because I like to get this, the different perspectives from poets. So Georgia Me, Tamika Georgia Me Harper. Why poetry? Why spoken word? is because I was introduced to it when I was eight years old um, by my camp teacher, my drama teacher in summer camp. And the power of the word just amazed me. I, my first like introduction into spoken word was Nikki Giovanni's Ego Tripping. And what she was able to do with those words just changed me. And then at eight years old, I also performed those words. Um, in front of hundreds of people so uh, that did something where I was like you're able to make people feel emotion um, at that young age and speaking and, and, and as I grew being from Atlanta and everything like that Martin Luther King is everything so when I was like 13 they asked me to play Martin Luther King <laughs> 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 I just didn't have I wish I was would have did it. I just didn't have the self-esteem to do it because they was like, we're going to strap your titties down and we're going to pull your hair back and you're going to get your mustache. And I was like, uh-uh, they're going to be calling me a boy. <laughs> I, just, I just didn't have the esteem or the, you know, this is early, like late 80s, you know what I'm saying? Early 90s, whatever. So, um, um, but I, I taught my friend how to be Martin Luther King. So that's the spoken word, knowing how to speak. And I was the narrator. And as my life went on, I always used poetry. Every project, every assignment. Um, I did morning announcements for my high school. You shouted them out, Booker T. Washington, uh, the historical comprehensive uh, Booker Teleferro Washington High School. <laughs> um, every morning. And so on Fridays, I would do poems for the football team. They encouraged them to win. And my teachers always put me in, in um, competitions that was poetry related or speaking related and so I was cultivated to do this not knowing what I would be doing so mm. it ain't even a why it is a, it just is you feel mm. what I'm saying I feel you. and as I got as I got older and you know you know I'm writing poems about the chocolate god that I see at the, at the bus stop and I'm writing a poem to keep my girl from going into the service uh, so to get away from her mama you know what I'm saying like I, my poems always had a purpose and um, in 98 I went to a place called Club Mecca and I went on stage and read my poem with paper in hand shaking got a standing ovation I uh, went outside, was praising God, and shout out to all my friends and, and co-workers who encouraged me, and shout out to Talisha Evans who told me to go do poetry, to go share my work, because I would share it at, break, at the break table and, you know, in, 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 with people, but I wasn't with sharing it with the world. And um, anyway, so after I went outside, a girl came up to me and she said, I'm going to put some clothes on. And I said, what? <laughs> she said, I'll put some clothes on when I go to the club because of your poem. Mm. And it was at that moment at that moment, I knew I had the power to affect people and I, in a positive or a negative way. We all have that power. And I asked God right there, I said, God, if you allow me to do this, I will spit anywhere and everywhere you say, just get me out of Atlanta and help me take care of my family. 
Mm, and, that's, and that's why poetry and that's why spoken word. And, and you and you it's, it's deep that you say that because my first experience with you, you know, you you captivate a stage It's like certain poets when they come on the stage, certain poets got different um, stage personifications and their persona on stage is different than their regular, you know, everyday social persona. But you, when you get on stage, when you open your mouth, it's like you demand attention. It's like what you're saying is dire. And um, I was really captivated when I first seen you on Deaf Poetry Jam. And um, I believe the poem that you did was Niggards. It was either Niggards or it was Banned. But uh, it, it moved me. You know what I mean? Because before that point, I thought poetry was... You know, roses are red, violets are blue. I didn't have no idea the amount of um, inspiration that you could, you can create in in performing. And um, you're a performer. So it's like, wow. So a, a, a perfect segue. How did you become a deaf poet? How did that happen for you? Yo, let me tell you something. We talking about manifestation mm. and vision, and um, and and I, I want to tell people all the time: you never fail when you try. That's what CeeLo Green saying. I refuse limitation, and that's all I ever did was I just tried. So this is how it happened. I'm at one of these Black Power Revolutionary meetings. You know, I'm that girl. I'm with them people. You know what I'm saying? And I'm hood. So a lot of the revolutionaries don't really fuck with me. Can we say whatever we want to say on here? Tell me, you know. You yeah, yeah. Nah, nah. It's right uncensored. You, 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 it's no censorship. You good. Okay. All right. So, you know, like sometimes the RBG community don't fuck with me or the, you know, at that time, the natural community, especially, you know, they was like, she, she got a perm. She eat meat. <laughs> 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 it used to be some real bullshit. But I was in uh, part of this wonderful group of brothers called Nation Time Syndicate. And we having our meeting. And after the meeting, you know, niggas smoking, chilling. And I see this magazine. And the magazine got New York. Um, artists and business and events in it. So anyway, so I see this 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 thing this this ad for a brother named um, Takala, but I thought it was a poetry troupe. So I called the number, and because I'm like, you mean somebody doing poetry came to Atlanta and they did poetry here and they from somewhere else? I need to know how to do that. I need to know how to get where they at. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like that just how my mind works so I called the number it was the wrong number it was the ad another ad but this brother happened to manage poets at a certain time in his career but he wasn't doing it at the present moment and that brother's name is Walter Moodoo mm. so we, we we forged a friendship he wasn't booking poets or anything and you know when I talked to him you know um he was like, yeah, that poetry thing ain't going to work out. I don't send poets to Germany, and it ain't nothing going to happen with it. I said, well, I'm good, and I believe poetry going to be on the, on the award shows. It's going to be uh, on television shows. I believe there's going to be movies made about I just know this. I I see a vision for poetry. Poetry is bigger than what people think. Just like a singer can command a crowd and, and, and entice and captivate, a poet can do the same. I knew, I knew. Back then, even with my limited knowledge, even oh my, I didn't know I had as much knowledge as I had, but my limited knowledge to me, uh, what poets can do and have done. You feel what I'm saying? So anyway, I spit for him. 
and he say, oh my God, you good. He was like, that was amazing. I'm coming to Atlanta. Now, I am from Atlanta, and this was at a time when Atlanta ain't wasn't as slick and smooth, so I was like, oh, he coming from New York. He gonna do something to me. I can't meet with that man. I was scared, so anyway, <laughs> I never met with him when he came to Atlanta, but three years later, he called me. Did you hear me? Three years later, he called me. Wow. And this time, I'm the captain of the Atlanta Slam team. I'm about to go to the Nationals. Uh, he says, he calls me. I don't even know that it's for Death Poetry, because Death Poetry been a looming, um, you know, it was like a ghost for so many years. They kept saying it was going to be Death Poetry. Death Poetry was, I mean, so many times, like the radio station would call me when Fat Farm be like, send videos to Fat Farm, like I, it had been talked about. So when he called me looking for me to do a video, I I got my slam team together. I coach Abyss. Um, we did the video, sending in out of 3,900 videos, I was chosen. And what's, what even is more wonderful about it is, oh God, Father, give me calm down. What's even more wonderful about it is, I had watched a, a, a biographies in black on BET, and it was on Russell Simmons. And it was just talking about his life and da 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 and I was like, wow, I liked him, I respected him, what he did, how he moved, and I was like, God, these are my exact words, Black. I said, God, I want to meet Russell Simmons. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, uh, I said, I know he like model bitches, but I'm a bad bitch. He gonna love me. <laughs> wow. And that's what happened. Three, you know, it, it is a, it is God. It is uh, the power that we 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 hold in our our beings and our souls and our minds and our entities that that creates everything. And now I look at the game. I celebrate 25 years of doing spoken word next month. I wow. cannot even believe it. it's like wow. wow, you know. And it's been it's been uh, an unbelievable, amazing journey. Um, and people people don't even understand like I I, I want the riches on, on God on soul mm. on me I want the riches but I've been so blessed by the experience I can't be mad at what God ain't gave me yet you feel what I'm saying there are a lot of lessons that I've learned through not having and things not not happening and I just I just thank God that he allowed me to see this through. So many people have quit this game. I've been in this game. I, and I mean, I ain't had a job. Do you understand me? Like, I want a job, but nobody won't hire me because they be like, you too good. You're going to be pulled away to go do a tour. And they ain't lying. They're not lying. They're not lying because if somebody come with the bag and I like them because they have a lot to do with it too. And I got to like who I'm working with. I got to respect what I'm doing. I can't. I just don't do anything for anybody. Body. I don't. Mm. I haven't, and I and, and it, it has maintained me. Is I've been able to maintain my, my integrity and my soul and feel good. So you know, but yeah, I it, it is expanded in so many ways. All because I had vision and because I wanted to meet Russell Simmons and not not knowing about deaf poetry. Didn't even know that it was going to be deaf poetry. Not even knowing it was going to be deaf poetry. Then deaf poetry jam on Broadway and then the tour and and and. I'm I'm grateful for all of that because you wouldn't know me if you hadn't seen me on that TV. Exactly, and, and it's it's so many dope poets out here. And shout out to all the dope poets who never got on deaf poetry. Shout out to all of them, the Talam Aces and the Queen Shebas. You understand mm. me? It's some beasts out here who ain't never seen uh, that stage, but have seen stages around the world. So you know, I just want to shout them out. Definitely. 
So yeah, it, it's a perfect segue into my next question. You know, what was it like performing on Broadway? You know, such a a, a, a monumental accomplishment. You know, uh, what was that like? What was that feeling like? Shawty, it was so fine. I wish to God that I could do it over because I would do it different. Mm. I was so in it. I was so in it and not trying to be too much. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I didn't... Oh, like, like I would meet guys and I would tell them I was like a uh, usher at the uh, the theater. Because Georgia me is too much for, for a lot of men, period. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't think of it like that I'm like I'm just a girl But no You know what I'm saying When you see Unless you can honor that And know that you are Of the same God being You can't You can't deal with me You know what I'm saying mm. You can't deal with that So But the people The testimonies every night uh, The standing ovations every night The We did eight shows a week Right wow. Eight shows a week Plus wow. You're doing promotions Cause the show We got to sell this show this a thousand seats a show mm. this 1100 seats a show uh, uh, the official number was like 1076 something like that right mm. so you got to sell that every week like 9000 people you feel what I'm saying yeah man and we were supposed to be there we were supposed to be there 8 weeks we was there 8 months wow wow no understudies no understudies wow that's... Bruh, it was beastly and beautiful. I think that's why I'm so beastly, shouting. That's why. I, <laughs> that's before I did what you saw. What you saw on TV. That's before I had that seasoning. But that bitch ass nigga had that Broadway on it. That hit like a man had that Broadway on it. Mm. By the time I got to uh, f- uh, for your protection, I knew how to put that ATL Broadway and, and do it how I wanted. I had I had you know blended the two because I like the rawness of how I spit. But mm. I like the theater of what I was that I, I got privy to be trained in. You know mm. what I'm saying? Um, and it, 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 man, I'm so grateful. Thank, thank you, Stan Lathan. Thank you, Russell Simmons. Thank you, Mark Swinton. Thank you, Alice. Thank you, Darcy. Um, thank you, uh, Kevin. Thank you to my entire cast. Let me shout out the cast of Deaf Poetry, um, right quick. Mm-hmm. You got our DJ Tendaji. You got the King Black Ice. Mm-hmm. You got poetry, the, the 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 heart of amazingness. You got my sister Suhail Hamad out of uh-huh. Brooklyn. You got Mada Del Valle, Chicago's fine. You got Lemon, Brooklyn's best. You got uh, Stacey Ann Chin, um, who is Jamaican and Chinese and, and rep the LGBTQ community to the fullest height. You mm. got Kevin uh, Co- um Kevin Coleman, that's right. Yeah, Kevin Coleman. I'm like, I don't want to mess up my baby name. No, not Kevin Coleman. I'm, I'm confusing my white boys. Kevin Coleman. Steve <laughs> Coleman. Steve Coleman. Lord have mercy. Forgive me, white folk. Um, <laughs> uh, my boy. I mean, he was he was raised at the the essence of hip hop, so he has this unbelievable appreciation for our culture, not appropriation. You understand mm. what I'm saying? And then you got my baby, my brother, my my heart, Bo a Chinese-American, um, came up in the game with Saul Williams and and is as an actor and a writer and a, just a beautiful spirit. And I got to be, you know, my my ATL, down home, amazing wisdom, you know, 
cool self and I love being a part of that cast so it was like it was like a Benetton ad like what America's supposed to be mm. but it's, you know like for real like because we we under we appreciated each other uh, each other's culture and we had respect for it and we didn't agree on everything but it don't mean I hate you facts indeed <laughs> you know what I'm saying so it was a, a beautiful experience and I'm just grateful to God that I asked to be on Broadway again manifestation I'm watching Whoopi Goldberg on TV I'm watching Hazel do her one woman show on Broadway and I said God I want to be on Broadway and it, and it manifested it manifested manifest and it was manifest crazy because uh, it was crazy because I, I I did the spotlight show I did the spotlight show and when I did the spotlight show I was talking to Payne and I was like I was like yeah man I just recorded um a spotlight show um on Georgia me he's like you talking about the deaf poet Georgia me I was like yeah I was like, he's like, where you say, yo, I'll, I'll be on Instagram. I'll be, I see her on Instagram. I was like, we say, yo, matter of fact, I'm gonna holla at her, man, and see if she want to do your podcast. I said, get out of here, bro. I said, get out of here. And and things just manifested from that point in time, you know, till now. I was like, wow, all these things came into play, and it was something that was spoken into existence. And people oftentimes take for granted the power of the spoken word. And the word, it, 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 when they say words can move mountains, words can move mountains. And um, it's deep, man. And this is a testament of that. And the accomplishments, because you are, like, you're, you represent the average poet, man. Like, when, when, when we talk to you, we sit down with you, we interact with you, we engage with you. It's like, we, you don't get that vibe of sadity. You know what I'm saying? You get that vibe like, yo, Georgia, we, we gonna get in this cypher together, whatever the case may be. We gonna spit, we gonna vibe. And it's, um, it's real, it's natural, and it's real, it's authentic. You know, you don't give that, oh, I'm above you type vibe. And you're always inspiring. And um, all these different accomplishments that has happened for you, you know, is well-deserved. It's well-deserved, man. And um, it, it's amazing. It's amazing. How I'ma be above God You God mm. Whether you know it or not And that's how I treat everybody mm. I love I thank God for my family I could cry at the love I was growing That's, that's the thing I, I was raised with love You know what I'm saying mm. And we didn't have a lot Still don't have a whole so called lot But The love The, the respect The honor um, you know, the being cared about, having a neighborhood, a community, great teachers. I'm grateful. So I would never be above anybody only to help them get up. That's the only that's the only above I'ma be. And I thank God for that. I think shout out to my mama, Lady Girl. Mm. I'm Lady Girl daughter. Mm. And we don't do that around here. My one of my friends called this house the house of Jesus is because my <laughs> because my uncle my uncle was a rescue man. Anybody needed anything, he went around seeing about people. Anybody need anything, my mom ain't gonna let nobody be hungry or homeless. The same thing go with me. My house is filled to the rim mm. right now with people. It's just how how we live, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So 
It, I would never, and I'm grateful to be in this community of poetry, especially what it's done not only for my life, what it's exposed me to, what it's created for me, but to have an impact on you, to have an impact on so many people in a godly, beautiful, righteous, amazing way. The work that y'all create is my work. You my work, shouty. So I'm going to be hating on anybody. You know what I'm saying? That's right. like, I don't understand that. Like, like I see my friends shine. I'm shining. That's me. That's right. When J.I.B. won the Grammy. That's us. That's right. J.I.B. We won the Grammy. Like, that's what it is. So that's right. I, 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 that, you know, I'm from Atlanta. We root for the team. I don't care if we losing or winning. I'm with you. That's you right. Know what I'm saying? And, and I'm, I root for the Falcons, no matter. I don't care what nobody say. The Hawks, the Braves, the Thunder, the the uh, United. If, if we got Georgia on it, I'm on it. You know what I'm saying? Die hard. I just, <laughs> I, you know, hard like that. So I'm like that for poetry, and I've been. I know I'm one of the reasons why poetry has been and put in other places, and people have considered it because I don't fall for it. You ain't gonna treat us. I say this all the time. You ain't gonna treat us like we the parsley on the plate. We need the steak. Understand mm. what this is, Indeed. and we will be respected. It's not a game. Don't mm. play. Don't get it confused. I ain't no poetry bitch. I'm a bitch that do poetry. I beat your ass. <laughs> I ain't the one. You know what I'm saying? Right. I try to be righteous. I'm trying. I'm, I'm getting therapy for black for real. Cause I'm too, <laughs> I feel like I am too violent sometimes. I be like, oh my god, gotta pull it in. Gotta pull it in. Yeah. But yeah, that's amazing. But going to what you were saying about J. Ivy getting the Grammy, man. Talk about yeah. the Westmore Drive project, cause yo, if y'all don't know about this Westmore Drive project, yo, I've been bumping this joint for like I say the last three weeks now, constantly, and um, this project is epic, man, it's epic, and uh, tell us a little bit about it. How did the, how did y'all formulate the concept, the artist that came on and performed on it? How did that happen, man? Your wealth is in your relationships. You know what I'm saying, and um, I'm born and bred. Well, I'm born and bred in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I've always been right off Martin Luther King. I used to live in the apartments, as we say down here. You know, apartments. <laughs> uh, my my manor, uh, Mosley Hall, my manor. And then one day when I was ten, my mom and uncle Cecil got together, and they was like, "We moving into a house." And I was like, "We moving into a house? Mm. <laughs> you know, that's big for you know, you know, Section Eight, you know." free lunch type situations you know what mm. i'm saying so we move into this house and we're the second family to live in this house and so i was raised in this house i still live in this house when i moved out this house i moved into the house next door so i always been off west Mo on westmore drive red storm came down for one tamika festival many people come for tamika festival it's like a freak thing for poets and never go back you understand mm. me uh <laughs> and um and it's it is, though, Sean. I, I got testimonies. Oh, I got so many testimonies. Freak me. I mean, not freak me. Excuse me. To the <laughs> 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 oh, Lord. I don't want to have that reputation. It's a cultural celebration for real, but I'm, I'm a real person, so I like to have fun in every aspect. Your life creates the poetry, so you got to live life, right? Indeed. And you, know, you, you don't drink, you don't dance, you don't sing, you don't socialize, you don't flirt, you don't love, you don't fuck. Shit, I do. <laughs> so I want you know, all of us to do it. So anyway, so anyway, like Red Storm moved in my house. My house and my mama house has housed probably over 30 artists at least at different times. Mm. And and he moved in and he lived here for three years and then he moved down the street into an apartment. Um, 
and then he moved from the apartment to the house two doors down from me when it became available and then after the pandemic he moved into the townhouse on the corner mm. <laughs> <laughs> so he don't lived in every dwelling available on Westmo Drive <laughs> um, and Teresa the Songbird has stayed with me Emma Green, Tasha Jones so many different artists have stayed with me Divine Rhymes I can't even name all the people it's just a lot of people Punkin' from Pluto. We gotta get Pluto on that next album. She a sister out of Houston. Um, mm. But anyway, and then at Red House, artists are always coming. My house, artists are always coming. I've had Tamika Festival several times on my front yard. We've had block parties, all kind of stuff, right? So mm. anyway, this particular friend of Red's, this brother named Superhood, who's an amazing producer, amazing producer. Mm. Uh, he did the cha-cha slide, right? Mm. And he had came over my house with one of Red's other friends and his name is Callie, he a rapper too. And they was like, Georgia, when you gonna do your album? And I was like, I just got to be in the right environment. Like I had been in Stankonia, I had been in Patchwork, I had been in all these different um, studios, but I didn't really want to record there. It was like one other studio way out and I liked them, but they mm. was way out. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, damn, right price, right vibe, right everything. But anyway, and the brother said, Hood said, Superhood said, you can record right here. I can bring the studio to you. Mm. I said, what? He said, yeah, I can bring the studio to you. And I was like, okay, whatever. And I'm just thinking that's it. The next morning, that brother was here with that damn studio. And we went to Red, well, he went to Red House because I wasn't up yet. And they set up and started recording. And I came over and I was like, hey, y'all, won't we do a compilation called Westmo Drive? And not knowing that Odeo Dell, Red Storm, and Seabone Jones had thought about that shit two years ago. Wow. And so it had all fell in line. Abyss stayed with Red. He's his roommate. Um, so Abyss is there. Tommy Bottom is one of our best friends. So we people really, in the poetry world, to be so-called at the level we at or to be accomplished like that and for us to really be friends. Mm. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of, blessed to fuck with everybody you know mm. what i'm saying like if i got an issue i'm gonna straighten it we ain't gonna have no situation at least i'm gonna try my best now if you don't want to that's on you but i have a great reputation for not having no beef with nobody uh abyss is damn near the care bear poetry he love everybody mm. red is, is is storm you just got to be down to earth for real and no matter how accomplished you are um what's your purpose mm. you feel what i'm saying and that's what aligns us and so we know so many amazing singers and rappers and and comedians and just activists and artists and you know that's how we're able to put together all this um these productions and and ideas like uh, tommy bottoms a few years back came out with educated gangster 101 and we did a spoken word hip-hop musical play it was amazing mm. like it was it, it was dope. I played uh, Madam TD Beautiful. I was the dean of uh, Nat Turner Tech. <laughs> wow! <laughs> like, it was cold. It was so cold. Shouted like, but uh, uh, you got. I don't even remember all the names. But it was just amazing. The the the, the genius and the creativity. And I love that about us. We support each other's endeavors. If you got an idea, I ain't worried about money because I know my people got me. You know what I'm saying? Because when mm. we get money, we share. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, it's just what it is. So, and if you ain't of the same vein, don't get mad that we don't fuck with you. I hate that. How the fuck you gonna get mad when you don't do the same thing? Exactly. You don't have to do the same thing. Do what you do. If it works for you, do it. Shout it like I don't understand that. I if I demand righteousness in my life, I'm gonna have it. This is mm. the only life I got. So I dictate who and what is around me. And if you are not right, not right, like perfect and, and never do no wrong, no, who is that? No. But you try your best and you ain't trying to inflict no harm upon nobody. And you got to be conscious of that. All that, um, I didn't mean to hurt you shit. Bitch, I'm still bleeding. So I got to be careful with you. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just grateful that I love these people and they love me. We've seen each other through so many things, and it just was organic that we came together and did it. Everybody who come by the house and Westmo too gonna be dope, dope. And these 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 projects coming about this this label are are gonna be as uh, Abi Odun says, iconic cultural pieces. That's what mm. we want. We don't uh, Grammy good, Grammy good, but I want people to be bumping this 50 years from now, and that would make them hip yes. because they got that Westmo drive. Yes. You feel what I'm saying? If you don't know, you don't know about Frankie and Beverly, uh, Frankie Beverly and May's first album, really the biggest album, really damn near the only album. <laughs> mm. Then that's on you. But as a black person, it ain't a person I know who don't know at least four or five of those songs. That's they right. Are in our, they're ingrained in our culture and our soul. The cookout don't feel right. It's that's right. Go Happy play. feelings. Love Beyonce, but not the Beaver. Yeah, come on. Come yeah. On. We are one. We are. One. We are come one. On, That's right. Yeah. We are one. Yep. Come on. Yeah. It don't feel right. Indeed. And um. It and the, and it's the energy. So that's what we we created, and it's beautiful. And we hope that we inspire other scenes around the world to contribute that. How? What are y'all doing? Everybody say they clickish. Yeah, you clickish. Then come together. This is the sound of our city. That's right. That's right, and this is the way. This is the way, and um, that it's it's amazing because you because you really have this sentiment, man. You drive home this sentiment. You know when we when we ask you to come over and do the competition and be a a guest judge for us, um, it was no hesitation, man. And um, we appreciate you for that. You know, um, you really walk it like you talk it, and um. It's it's amazing. This project right here though. This Westmore Drive, I mean, this the pieces that stood out for me. The pieces that stood out for me. This Tommy Bottoms piece from 1984, man. Uh I didn't uh -huh. think I done I done rocked that piece about I don't know like 10, 20 times in a row. Uh it, it just do something for me And the production on that piece man It just hit hard uh, Desperado Roses I mean there's so many dope pieces On this On this album And uh, let me ask you How long did it take to record? I feel like three weeks a month But wow. you have to ask Abyss but I feel like it took a month to do. We had so much excitement, and we were just doing niggas recording all the time, all the time. Shout it! I was, I was, I was calling us Mo Limit, like Mo Town and No Limit. Like, <laughs> oh, he said Mo Limit. Like, yes. like, Mo Limit. Yeah. And then we Spitzville, you know, Mo Town, Hitsville, we Spitzville. Spitzville. You know like, like, so, um, so we. 
when niggas was recording, the niggas still got these projects sitting right now, but then we realized, hey, slow your roll. This shit is a lot of work. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like, I mean, uh, so it all came together. We, we recorded in December, and the album came out, what, February 21st? Mm. So the whole process, and it still was most stuff we had to do and still are doing. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 if you're going to be a record label, then you have to do work every day. And we poets. That's right. We do inspiration. When it hits us, or I tell people, they say, how you work? I work by desperation and inspiration. If something got to be done, I'm going to get it done or I'm inspired to do it. That's just period. That's you know a t-shirt right so, there. That's a t-shirt right there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I hear that all the time. Everything that come out my mouth, people like, that's a t-shirt. That's a t-shirt. Um, <laughs> wow. I just, like, I just be talking. But um, we, um, we, we put it out. We got the work done. I, I think like the album was done in a month. And... It's still, it's a lot of songs, too, that aren't on this album. Like I said, Westmo 2, we, we got Masterpiece out of Dallas. She's spitting on it. Emma mm. Green going to be on it. Mm. Huggy Bell done put down his tracks. You know what I'm saying? M1 from Dead Prez. Like, motherfuckers don't understand that we ain't mm. playing. You know what I'm saying? We ain't playing. That's um, right. And, and we honor our gifts. Like, as you hear it, you know some of the poets might sound like they rapping but then you also hear the poets that you know that spoken word indeed. you feel what I'm saying indeed but, but all of it is spoken word period all of it is spoken and like you like that's facts that's my song right there I swear God please send me a nigga that I can fuck well off of that song <laughs> he deserves to have good head <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Okay. Shouting out the Godfather, Cola Rum, that brother singing on the beginning of the album is a poet who is like one of the most creative minds in this game. You got him. He's also a storyteller. Um, he started out, but then when you got B Rock out of Baltimore, protege of, of this and just amazing brother, just killing the game on everything. You got C Bone Jones out of California. You got Paul Rich out of Chicago. You got Mr. Rozzy out of North Carolina, who is a, a rapper, poet, artist extraordinaire. Um, you have Rewap out of Oakland. Uh, she is a, a educator and activist and um, uh, amazing just sister. That's my one of my best friends. So shout out to Rewap. Uh, Crystal Dooms, the sister out of Louisiana. That's the girl I was telling you about. That's Facts, who's a musician, producer, uh, singer, and poet. Beautiful. Uh, Shasha Martin out of Harlem represent Haitian sister who killing on that flame as you see through the fire. She oh, yeah, 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 that joy hard. Uh, that, 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 that Harlem stand up, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> Uh, Miss Mo, who on that song with Re, uh, not Re, Red Storm, um, that um, it's a slow song, you know. Uh, t uh, take a flight with me. It's oh, all that, that, yeah, that so joint fight. That Lotus too. Uh, Lotus go hard. Lotus, yo, Lotus now, put me Lotus in the vibe. I was coming around. I was going to end on my sister because I'm just so proud of her. I was going to just, you know, go off on her. Let me end on her. Okay. All right. So, uh, Red Storm, 
who is an icon, pioneer in this game, deaf poet, uh, Mike Epps, Charlie Murphy, rest in peace, Andrew Stone, uh, Selena Johnson, he worked with everybody, he a beast, he just did a session with me and Sci High this past Sci High the Prince, this past Wednesday, um, um, I'm, I'm, I don't want to forget about Jaws of Life, a member of the Dungeon family, second generation, um, I'm thinking, I'm like, did I get it? Of course, our super hood, you hear him singing on all of the, the tracks and hooks mm. and stuff. Each one, teach one, and roses. And he and on that each one, teach one, we got the God, Big Rube, uh, out of Dungeon Family. God, the legend, amazing. Just, you know, I love Rube. Thank you for everything. I'm on his album. Go pick that up. Mind Weapon, Thought Weapon. You know, we coming with it. He's just amazing. I thank him so much. Uh, Talam AC out of Jersey. Mm. Represent Jersey, Baltimore, the God, the you know pioneer of this game had to come through and put his thing he be with us all the time that's what i'm saying we have relationships with these people and mm. Teresa the songbird uh the you so black viral sensation that has been with us member of adam's rib has been a punani poet been on verses and flow she just was on tamarin hall she killing that lotus uh, on it, uh, she produced it. She she's singing the background vocals and everything on it. She just we just so proud of her. Uh, I hope I ain't forgetting. Of course, Tommy Bottoms. Like I'm like Tommy, the the the, the, the genius. The you know he be uh, he the villain. He the evil scientist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he he's a mastermind, and I'm so grateful that you know we all came together and and was able to put together this project. I hope I'm not forgetting nobody. I pray to God. I'm like going down the, the list of the whole album. Um, but it, it, they, they amazing people. And they my friends. They dope people. It's cool to be a, uh, a dope artist, but it's dope when you're a dope person. You know mm, what I'm saying? Definitely. And 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 then I, I mean, I'm trying to think. Oh, I want to shout out uh, Daybird and and Heather Lashawn and Karamo and Tammy. Um, our people, Janice Roy, people who helped us pull together our pieces and our look and our, our um, Kia ballad, our paperwork. You know what I'm saying? That's very important. Poets. If I can, you're going to ask me, and I know you're going to ask this question, because people always ask me this question. What would you say to upcoming spoken word artists or poets? Mm -hmm. Get your paperwork right. I'm missing out on millions. We're missing out on millions because our paperwork wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? We just be spitting because we spit. Get your paperwork right. It's motherfuckers who don't got half the talent you got got more paper than you because they paperwork right mm. you know what i'm saying so uh, that's my biggest thing like we like to write on paper i write on paper still i'm still a writer and pen and pad okay yes me uh, too but but that damn the the that poets you don't know you do you just not only need copyright you need trademark your mind is a billion dollars mm. your ideas are a billion dollars Overstand people will rob you because they see your gold and you just like I just give it. It's just me. It's but that's not how your children and children's children can eat off of what you think and do. Facts. So I'm getting it together now. I'm getting it together now. God is good. I pray to God that I can get it together before I leave this planet. Because I put too much into this to not reap the rewards of that's why roses is manifestation, nigga. Yes. You know what I want? My roses, residuals, and reparations. Word. Shout it. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I'm saying? Like it is not no game. So that is the biggest. And be true to yourself. Quit looking left or right. The only reason we have traffic is because of rubberneck. You worried about what the next motherfucker doing. Keep your eyes on what your vision say. You mm. feel me? Be aware. Look in your, your rear view, but don't be consumed with it. Don't be nosy. <laughs> Unless you're going to get out and help somebody. 
keep your ass moving. Facts. That's what it is right there, no. man. That you went right into the next question. That's right. The what advice would you give? And and that's great advice. Because a lot of times we fall short on that paperwork. We fall short. We we go out and we got the passion to create, but we don't get things um right on the back end. And that's where the residuals come in at. And um I agree with you hundred percent. Uh me and my partner, we've been doing this for years, years, years. And um we've made it official now you know we, we're definitely official official brand and um it's a lot of work but we got to be able to put that work in in order to make this thing manifest and uh i see what you do queen you know what i mean like the inspiration that you exude you know um it, it's it's phenomenal man you know everybody that engage with you benefit from some form or fashion or another whether it be your wisdom you know your kind personality your raw you know your realness and um we appreciate you queen we really appreciate what you've contributed and um you're not like one of those artists that you know get rich and switch you know you still in the trenches you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. you still in the trenches mm -hmm. like it's, it's not and like even <laughs> when i get it even when I get the, the the riches, I ain't gonna switch. I know how to handle it. I feel like God mm. has maintained me to understand what to do with things when I get it. I've always been like money is a tool. And people see my kind heart. And so I give, just give. And Monique, not the name drop, but this just the bitch that told me this, told me this <laughs> shit. Monique was like, Bitch, you gonna be broke. <laughs> like, what? She said, "Cause you gonna, give, she said, cause you gonna give your money away. You <laughs> She said, "You better get somebody to handle your money because you are gonna be broke." I can tell. I was like, "Oh wow!" But it is the truth. I've had, I've had this conversation with so many people. So I really want poets to, to manifest. I want poets to walk around with fifty twenties in their pocket, or at least on their cash card. It would mm -hmm. any drop of the moment. It's nothing to drop a thousand dollars. It's nothing. We don't. I think that too many times we think poor minded. We think we don't think of this is high level art. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When you come to a Georgia Me show, you ain't just coming to hear poetry. You coming to hear life. That's right. And it's it's going to be an experience. And a lot of poets. They give that experience. Sonny Patterson ain't just no poet. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Emperor ain't just no poet. But abyss, abyss. You you go to an abyss show. That's a goddamn circus. Right. In the best way. You understand me? Mm -hmm. and so I and I want other poets to see that and have understand. Oh, I need to cultivate my show. I need to respect what has been. Man, have you ever seen the last poets do a show? To watch those 80, 75, 80 year old men out in the sun giving it they all and not getting tired, not sitting down, not you know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, it's mastery. To watch Father Amdi the way that he writes at 81 years old, watch Prophet. The man mm. that baptized Nina Simone. I adore this culture. Mm. I adore these people. And I, I want the world to know. I, I want poets to uh, have more respect. Don't just say you're a poet and you don't know about the culture that you're embarking upon. That's right. You ain't got to know me. Who the fuck am I? But if you don't know who Nikki is, you don't know who Amiri is, you don't know County, you don't know, uh, you don't know uh, 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 Langston. I mean, you don't know Langston? <laughs> you should be... Uh, yeah. Hey, everybody know hold fast to dreams. Everybody know should know hold fast to dreams. Mm. I just I I'ma calm down, but I get crunk about this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I love us. But that's how we that's how we expand. And and the thing is, like I did an interview with Ed Mabry and he had made mention to me. Hey. 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I love me some eggs. Yeah, and he said, yo, it's our, it's our responsibility as spoken word artists to keep certain poems alive, the sentiment of them. You know, like the, the revolution won't be televised. You know, that yes. sentiment of that poem is, is our duty. We're duty bound to keep that sentiment alive and let people be aware of it. And um, uh, Abi Odun, he like, he's oh, amazing, man. He would open his home up, you know what I'm saying? And we would go to his house and we would spit poetry, man. Do like a little critique thing. And he would do it, man. He would have the keys and we'll go in there and we'll spit poetry. I went on a couple occasions and uh, and they'll give us critique, feedback. And it, that's the spirit of this art form that, that, that we're in. And it's deep-rooted, you know? It's deep-rooted in culture. And it's, it's, it's just beautiful, man. It's a beautiful thing when you can get that close to someone and they're passing it on to you and, and showing us the way. And this is what you're doing, George and me. You're definitely showing us the way, man. This is the way we do it. This is oh. the way that we survive and we exist 20 years from now. I mean, it's going to always be every day. I come across another amazing poet and other people who don't realize they're not even doing poetry. Mm. <laughs> I'm saying, but they feel like they are. And so I, I'm aware of, of both entities for whatever reason you want to be a part of this culture. And I'm with it because we need world changers. And that's what poets are. I'm like, was it Shelley or was it Keats? I always get it confused, but they say poets are the legislators of the world. Mm. Mm. And we have to be on our job. We have to be on our job. We have to understand that we we create culture, we change culture, but we got to protect our culture at the same time. And that's never been part of who we are because we don't want to think about the money. We don't want to think about the paperwork. We don't want to think about that. We just want to think about our purpose. But part of your purpose is having yourself covered to show other people to have themselves covered. That's and right. even though I've faltered in that in my life, I don't want anyone else going forward to. So I want you to have your paperwork right, but please have your purpose in place. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? That's right. Because I, I, I do this. I thank God. Oh God, I could, I'm telling you, I don't know. Why my period come out? I've just been crying. But, um, <laughs> I just, I, <laughs> I, I, I got yesterday to serve uh, at my mom's nursing home. One of her uh, friends and one of the residents had passed away and I wrote a poem and it was so dope. I wrote that poem the night before at one o'clock in the morning. It was so beautiful. Mm. And I thank God that I have the gift of writing. I have the gift to move people and make people feel comfort. I have the gift yes. of uh, of making people feel special and acknowledged and, and aware. And this, this, is, this is a weapon and it's wealth and I thank God and I want poets to understand how the beauty of it. It's gonna be bullshit. I tell motherfuckers that all the time when they complain about other niggas in the game or hoeing it. This bitch talking about me, huh? Shut your bitch ass up. I'm gonna tell you. The bitch on because the bitch on fries at McDonald's is mad at the hoe on the cash register. You hear me? So you need to get your purpose in line. It's gonna always be some bullshit. You think the church is clean? No. Facts. They begging every week. Mm-hmm. Who are we talking about? So I just I just love this. I love it. It's so dope. And man, I want to say thank you, Black, and thank you to Ridden and Pain for um, asking me to be a part of it. Um, I ain't no stuck-up bitch who... I mean, and, and, and let me say this. The poets that say no or don't seem as uh, open, they've had experiences that caused that. Mm. You understand me? Yep. 
So I want all people to understand no matter who you're dealing with, a no is not necessarily a no, it's not now. Mm. You hear me? That's another t shirt. That's so, another t shirt right there. That's a <laughs> mantra right there. <laughs> oh man, that's and wisdom. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that. I don't get mad. If you don't fuck with me right now, you might not fuck. You might be going through something. Yo, like last night, but back to what I was saying, the Grand Grio. To be involved in this process, I first off was, you know, I've been shocked at certain things, how emotional people are and, mm-hmm. and all this type of stuff, but they're passionate about what they're doing and they're involved in. And I've heard some amazing work and I love this 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 craft. So to hear the type of work and the type of effort and the type of innovation, I still shout out, I think his name Kai, who did the um uh, Harriet Tubman on the Breakfast Club. That yeah. shit stuck with me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he got eliminated that week. Yeah. He got eliminated that week. And that's how good the competition is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I, I, oh man, I've I've enjoyed it, and I, I, I thank y'all for allowing me to be a part of it. Um, and and I applaud these these beautiful wordsmiths out here. Um, and I, I, I'll just be excited. That's what I love about it. When I go to a spot, and this motherfuckers in there who beastly and raw, and I can tell they still got that genuine. They ain't a superstar yet. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Or that's the intention. <laughs> it's some people. Some people they just want to be recognized. And I understand that because everybody needs recognition. It's a natural thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I understand why people do what they do. Uh, but those people who have that purpose, oh my God, my heart just jumps and flutters and, and I'm, I'm smiling. I'm just like a big bowl of, of sun because I'm so happy because I see your heart. I see your effort. I see your I see your, your, your genius. Um, I see your bravery. Oh man, I just get happy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or somebody who funny, don't let a motherfucker be funny. <laughs> I just I I and you a poet and you funny? Oh man, you know, oh god. I just I just love the game. I love the testimony of it. I love the creativity of it. Y'all concepts, I was just telling my friend that the prompts you all have given, I'm gonna go back over the replays and I know I'm gonna take a couple of those and write on those during poetry month. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because they were just dope to me. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I applaud y'all. I applaud y'all effort and y'all, the community there. I love it. You know, even with the bullshit, I want to cuss some motherfuckers out every week. <laughs> oh my God. I have to maintain myself not to go there. Yeah, I just be positive and sweet and stuff. But boy, it be some weeks I want to eat them bitches alive. Motherfucker be saying, like, how was I supposed to know somebody was at a repast? Like, that ain't. And then let me say this. Mm-hmm. For the record, because if they ever hear it, mm-hmm. my uncle went into a coma on the first day of my Tamika Festival one year. Mm. I had done State of the Hood at Apex Museum. I got the call. He went into a coma. I canceled the welcome that night. The next day, he died. That night at the comedy show, the comedians was like, we're here for you. So if you still want to do the show, we'll do the show. So we started making that the Uncle Cecil show, right? The next day, I did two plays, uh, the Coochie Chronicles with my girl Rewop at the Porter Sanford Theater. The next day I did Queendom Come. The mm. next day I did Niggas Night. And that Saturday I buried my uncle, wrote the eulogy, wrote a poem for him, did the obituary, made sure every bitch that ever loved him was there. And all their kids, you understand mm. me? So I don't want to hear that shit, Shawty. Life moves. That's right. Life moves. That's right. And that's just what it is. So if you can't do something, don't do it. 
So that really, I wanted to go, boy. I'm, I'm gonna meet that bro. I <laughs> said he was saying some bullshit because it was, it wasn't symbolic. Shout out symbolic. He was like, I'm fine because I even went into his message, make sure he was all right. You know what I'm saying? Indeed. But somebody else had said something. So when I see that nigga, I'm one of them though. I'm a real one. So I don't do no internet shit. When I see you, I'm driving down on your ass. That's, That's how right. And motherfuckers know that about me. I'm a straight to your face person. It ain't about me fighting you. We just gonna have some clarity in the situation. What's up? We grown. We should be able to uh, settle the situation. Period. Indeed. It shouldn't be no animosity. If you mad, you just mad. But that's just how I, I, I roll and I'm so grateful that because I roll like that I'm straight up motherfuckers know don't play with Georgia that's even though right. my, my mentor my mentor father I'm D be like Georgia you scare even black people <laughs> <laughs> he said he's like you don't just scare white people you scare black people like, you gonna really do so I'm like what what I'm gonna do to it and I'm the sweetest person that's the whole thing it's like mm. motherfuckers think uh, Ingrid B, a promoter out of Miami, she said, motherfuckers think you'll cut him with a blade and Sonny will pray for him. It's the other way around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it is the other way around. And Sonny, talk about her old self. You know what I'm saying? We don't came a Life is about growth and I have hope for everybody. I never give up on anybody or anything. I might put some distance between us because mm. I have that right. You feel what I'm saying? But I still wish the best for you. I wish health. I wish wealth. I wish upliftment and mm. overstanding so that you're in a better place than where you was with me if we ever have a misunderstanding. So, and that's how I am. That's why people always come back to me. And I don't never worry about when a motherfucker go away. You go away from God. God's still there. Facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't God that walked away from you. You walked away from God. So it's cool with me. And I and I thank God that I got that type of reputation and, and type of standing not only in the poetry world but just in my life I mean in my community I'm like I said yesterday I did y'all show last night on Clubhouse yesterday I did my mama's um, friends memorial mm. then I went and did this thing called Heart of West Side Soul um, uh, contributing to the Pamela Franklin Cultural Center she's a sister that graduated from my high school years before me she's a Spelman graduate we just give back to our community as much as we can and then I went and did an event for a woman's empowerment over at the old men Legrio Teaching Museum, which is a, a home that a, a former educator turned into a museum for the community. And I, I've done something at that um, space every year of my Tamika Festival, maybe except for the first year or second year, but every year. And every time I go there, everybody's like, damn, I remember when it wasn't none of this. And he always is like, it's because of you, because you came and shined this light on this space. Everybody started using it. And it's just grown. It got a beautiful garden of food mm. that the community uses it it we do pilates there every thursday um every rbg revolutionary black empowerment thing that you can do you know is is held there i like finding these spaces where beauty and god and love can exist and thrive and then other people with that same kind of spirit come in and make it more beautiful so and they be in the hood shouting that's what we kill them. they be like this over here i'd be like yeah you scary ass motherfucker you know you get your get your, your your car windows bust out downtown but you're scared to come over here on the west side you feel mm. what i'm saying like so i just i ain't scared of us that's Nowhere. right. Ah, that's a, that you statement right there. That's realness. I remember one time I I traveled down to Florida, and uh, my manager at the time was like, "Yo," because I got invited to come to like some hood type gathering, 
And um, he was like, yo, you going over there? I'm like, yeah, I'm going over there. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm, I'm not afraid of my people. I'm, I refuse to be afraid of my people, man. If I got a good heart and I got good intentions, I'm not going to be afraid to be around my people, man. And I feel that sentiment, Georgia, right there. I really feel that way. I ain't afraid of my people. Now, look. Let me tell you, now, I do that everywhere I go except certain countries. Like, I did that everywhere I go, right? Until I went to Honduras. Man, let me tell you. Because it ain't the hood. It is beyond the hood. It is poverty. (laughs) It is poverty. When I say I took everything I had, they took it. They had it. I'm watching people drink and bathe in the same water. Wow. It was serious. So... You know, and so when I, if I'm in those type of spaces, I set up something I can do to serve the community. I have to. Mm. I do that period everywhere we go. And all my friends are like that. That's why when poets be talking that shit, bitch, you be on stage talking all this shit about the destruction of the world, but you ain't doing nothing to save it. Mm. What the fuck? You don't do no kind of community work. You don't do no, you got no initiative. Nowhere at no time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless you talk. And not saying that ain't a service. It is a service within itself. I, I understand. But I feel like, especially those who talk the doom and gloom and bleed knives in Afghanistan, you know them poets. Mm-hmm. They, if they ain't got no damn initiative, or they feeding somebody in some neighborhood somewhere, clothing somebody at some time, at least three drives a year, it ain't about what Georgia thinks. It's what, what your soul say. Because you know you on bullshit. You got to do something. You got to mm-hmm. do something. Only people who don't do nothing will be indicted. You feel what I'm saying? That's right. That's right. Shout out to the sandwich ministry. Shout out to the sandwich ministry in Chicago, um, held down by my girl Emma Green and the red... The red, um, the red, red Riding Hood uh, Turkey Drive every year, cold red Turkey Drive in Miami, and I mean it's unhoused poetry uh, out of St. Louis that feed people on a regular basis. It's a lot of poetry initiatives around the country where they serve the people. So we you know shout them out. You know what I'm saying shout out to Big Mama, which is mine. We do poets in the park every Tuesday here in Atlanta, uh, six to eight. Come work out and come serve, and we have a mic for the community. So if you want to come spit, sing, do comedy. Uh, and as long as you ain't scared of your people, you good. Now, we That's have right. who, uh, they, they see George Mean, they like, oh, I'm a come. They don't realize it's really the hood. And it's my hood, bitch. So if you insult them people, you insult me. Mm. So, you know, and we don't have fights, shout We don't have all kinds of shit. But they try their best. When I say they try their best to not have no shit go down when we be up there. And they be like, when y'all up here don't know me, it be so cool. It be so peace. That's why they want us up there so bad. But the pandemic had stopped. Then it was raining on every Tuesday. So I told my team, if it's raining on Tuesday, we going Wednesday. If I'm in town, we still doing it. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So That's- no week do they get denied. No week do they get denied because it's it does something for them. It does something for the community. Um, they try better. Um, I mean, the testimonies are unbelievable. I just, I love to serve you. You and, and I know, oh, I'm helping these little downtrodden people. That ain't the, what it is. The upliftment of those souls and what they become or what they they didn't think they could be or the efforts they try. Or like, cause I'd be like, y'all want to go to the porch? People don't understand going to the porch spot how they can change somebody like. That's right. Cause to be around people who are down to earth having a good time smiling and, and got good spirits and and it's turned and they're beautiful and and, and they talking they, they exposing themselves so you can't really be uppity you know what i'm saying we all got demons around here mm. 
it, it does something. It makes them feel no shame. But then at the same time, the people who be in the audience sometimes, poetry intimidates their in, they intellect. Not the people in the audience, the people outside in the world. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It, this is why they think they can't come to the poetry spot. They think they ain't good enough or they ain't smart enough. Mm-hmm. And we got to change that perspective. That perspective, we gotta yeah, indeed. You know what I'm saying? This, this, I, I promise you, bro, it's you on that stage, bro. I promise you, sis, it's you on that stage, sis. I promise you. You ain't got like George and me, but I, I bet you I got somebody that, that you can fuck with, somebody that, that talks to your soul. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, I, and that's what my, that's what I'm about. That's, what I'm, that's why I like to expose other poets and bring other poets with me. Like them shows I did yesterday. Other mm. than the show with my mama, I brought poets to all, both of them shows, killing all them. They was like, oh my God, because it's next level. Because right. when you a God, you only want giants and gods with you. And if your folk ain't there yet, you get them to that level. And it's not about being delusional either. Folk poets just think they the greatest shit in the world and they mediocre. It take a lot of goddamn work. That's it right. Really do to be transcendent. You want to transcend every crowd you go before, no matter who it is, by being your most authentic self. Because what that does, it inspires everybody in that crowd to be their authentic self. Mm. And that's what you want. That's what you should want. That's right. I, mean, I don't know. I'm just tomato. nah. You got it right on point. <laughs> you got it. I knew this, this. See, this is one of one of those podcasts is gonna have replay value because people will go back and listen to this and get inspired because uh, you you dropping jewels right now. And this is how we succeed. This is how we we break that plateau and we just go beyond, man. And uh. This is a sentiment that we got to really, you know, push and, uh, you know, get people on the same page that we're on, man, because uh, it's phenomenal. You didn't give us a whole book full of mantras. You didn't give us about four T-shirts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what I mean? This was a, uh, a phenomenal interview. You know what I'm saying? I know you're busy. I know you got things to do and all that. And I really appreciate you taking the time to to come to the studio and uh you know vibe with us, man. Vibe with us. And um it's just I know my audience feel it. I know they can just feel this energy, man, the rawness and the authenticness of you know who you are as a an individual, you know. And uh your compliment your accomplishments and your accolades, man. You know, from the Broadway, from the the being televised and the acting and everything, you know, you are a major contribution to our community. And we love you, we adore you, and we honor you, Queen. And I appreciate you coming and taking this time and uh come on the show, man, and um and show a brother some love, man. You a real one, Georgia, for real. You welcome, Black. I'm grateful to God that people even want to. Nobody don't got to talk to you. I like I said, there's a lot of poets out here and busy as hell, but people don't really give a fuck what they got to say. Mm. Real talk, and I know this. You know what I'm saying? And they don't, they don't possess, they don't have the capacity to to speak in a genuine way like that. They're writers and they're poets. Mm. People got to understand that there is a difference. It's a difference. And a poet feels, a poet feels, mm. you know what I'm saying? A writer can write and they dope and they ain't nothing wrong with it. I love, I get some dope ass writers, but mm. ain't nothing like a poet. That's right. Uh, Langston Hughes say, po- he say, poet, hang yourself with your words. Mm. 
That's how I feel. I feel like I'm jumping off the building every time I got that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I live. That means you living. You mm. feel what I'm saying? People are dead inside. They scared to feel, scared, scared to try, scared of rejection, scared of loss. I ain't scared of shit. Mm. I'm breathing. That's I right. got another chance, another opportunity, another outlook. I never lose. I always win. Because even when I so-called lose, I learn how to play better. Bro, I never lose. Mm. Never. And that's the perspective that they don't want the world to have. They don't want people to be free like that. And I thank God that he put that in me. And I don't know how long it's going to take to get to as many people it's going to get. But it's going to get there. It's going to get there. I might there. be gone from this. I might be gone from this earth, but it's going to get there. That's I, right. I, Tupac said, I may not be the one to change the mind of the one. We said, I may not be the one to change the world, but I will be the one to spark the mind of the one that does. Exactly. But that's pocket night. That's right. I'm a pocket night. So <laughs> that's our mission. That's what we own out here. So you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and we have to we have to figure out ways to get it to the people and then and they're gonna try to suppress it. I ain't doing nothing to nobody. Why I got blackballed? Why why do I go through some of the things that I go through? You feel what I'm saying? Mm. Because I'm the truth. I'm the light. I'm the way. That's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's they right. They know it. And this game is. That's the thing. They know this game is. That's why they they do what they do. I ain't, man, I ain't confused at all. And I want to say before I get out, I always end every show with repeat after me. All right, let's do I'm it. I'm not going to let. I'm not going to let. The devil in you. The devil in you. Stop the God in me. Stop the God in me. Mm. That's what I live by. Oh, I do have t-shirts. So Five t-shirts. Like hit me up on the real, the <laughs> real Georgia dot me. Because I mean, motherfuckers got tattooed and shit. So I was like, I need to at least put it on a t-shirt. Because <laughs> that's dope. I didn't even shout out to DJ. Shout out to DJ. Know that she did that. Her and Queen Sheba when they uh, honored me with Lululemon. I mean, Lululemon, the uh, athletic brand, gave me a birthday party. Made me a, a, a something like moment where they giving these dope moments to people who people feel like it's dope. I need to post that somewhere where they, you know, do good work. And I've always done good work, and I love people, and I um, that's why I'm worried about money because I know God gonna pay me in ways that man can't see. Take mm. care of everything that you need. Um, and when they they gave me my magic moment, that was the name of it. Um, they gave me twenty thousand dollars. They gave me five thousand. Just for, they gave me twenty thousand dollars for the Tamika Festival. I don't have Tamika Festival is always funded by me. And mm. if I don't make no money, then it's just funded by God. Real talk. Like if I ain't got no money to give you, either you're coming or you ain't coming. And nine times out of ten, I want to say ten times out of ten, niggas call me say I'm coming. Mm. That's how my festival has been going for fifteen years. Shout out to Tamika Festival coming up right now, April twenty seventh through May seventh. Ten days of amazingness of loving our uh, blackness, our uniqueness, our talents, our gifts, our God, our people, our culture. I've been doing it for fifteen years and it's been beautiful every year. I don't. I be wanting mm. to stop every year. I be like, I ain't doing this shit no more. And then after the festival, I be like, let's start next week. Okay, <laughs> we don't start next week on the festival. Ever do we start the next week? It's always the month before, damn near. But um, you know, it's it's been beautiful. So they um gave me that money um to 
do my festival so you know it's coming up but anyway i could just talk forever to you black but thank you for allowing me to do it and um uh the point was that know that and sheba was the ones that put it on the shirt just want to get them they credit um because i just don't be thinking about it and I'm, I'm getting better poets cultivate your craft but make sure you protect it make sure you can capitalize and monetize i think malik salam call it conscious capitalist i think you can be a conscious capitalist Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Indeed. Um, and I, I think that you just have to seek that, and 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 you have to say no sometimes to people, you know. And the same, the same thing I told you earlier. I got to remind myself when I'm telling people no, that's not no forever. That's no right now. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So that's I can't right. be putting myself in no bad situation. My, I just be giving it. I be giving it. I be like ah, all the time. My mama, my mama like that. You know what I'm saying? Like we them people. Like for that's real, right. You I, can feel it. I don't know no other way to be. That's right. You can feel it, man. I feel that. I I definitely feel it. But I I definitely want to thank you for taking this time out and spending it with us. And um, uh, I know the people going to be emailing me. And uh, they're gonna love this episode, man, because it's it's chock full of jewels right here, man. Real authentic jewels, man. And um, we appreciate you tremendously, Queen. All right, but before we go, I want you to shout out. I want you to. Uh, I do want you to shout out uh, where everybody can get the Westmore Drive. Y'all, y'all gotta go check this joint out. Y'all got streaming sites with y'all Apple, iTunes, Spotify. Go stream this album, download this album. This joint is fire. It's fire. And uh, tell the people where they can get it, um, get the Westmore Drive and where they can get merch at or reach out to you for booking or anything of that matter. You can go to therealgeorgia.me for all things Georgia Me, including Westmore Drive um, merchandise. You can get the shirt, the hat. It's a really dope, dope um, design by um, Tamitria Harrison. She does um, our graphics. So if you need something, look at Shout Out the Big Brand Behavior. Um, and that's for that. But Westmore Drive has its own website. So please go sign up. The the the, the the merchant stuff will be up soon. We're just trying to, you know, cross it over because it was designed on one type of site and it's another type of site. Y'all know that mess. I don't know about all that. But anyway, but please go to westmoredrive.com, W-E-S-T-M-O-O-R-D-R-I-V-E.com and sign our email list so we can let you know what's going on. The tour is coming soon. We're coming to hit y'all cities with all this love and amazingness and fun and flyness and, and intelligence. Um, the real... At, on IG at the real Georgia me hit me up um, I'm, I'm available just like how my brother black was able to get to me just call my name somebody know me I'm really like that's that right age. I feel like we ain't even six degrees now nah, I was like yeah the the aspect of don't say speaking it into existence man because when I did the spotlight show I said yo I hope to have Georgia me on in the studio one day and um here it is you know what I'm saying so it's this is surreal for me this is like really surreal man this is the testament of manifestation and uh we appreciate you queen this is that time in the show if you're listening to the sound of my voice i need you to pay attention i need you to tune in if you can hear the sound of my voice i need you to tune in i hope 
I hope you're on your path today. I hope you're not allowing anyone or anything to impede your progress. I hope you focus on the goal. Today is the day we shine. And I need us to get in tune. Now, if you don't know anything about me, if you don't know anything about me, I need you to know this. Know that I love you. And I hope, I hope you love me too. Peace.